Hello and welcome to the Sunday Self Saucer, a Matt and Jerry podcast with me, Matt Heath. Just me. No Jerry, just Matt Heath. If you're looking for the normal downstairs focused Matt and Jerry pods that we all love, appreciate, and respect, you hit our luck today. This one is just me and it's upstairs focused, by which I mean the brain. This pod serves as a companion to my Monday well-being column in the Herald. You can read that with a premium subscription. Today on the Self Saucer, we lean into boredom. Why you need to get more bored if you want to be less bored, you muppets. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's self-source. <laughs> got a question for you. Is anyone else really bored at the moment? Is anyone else just feeling like their life is a bit bleh? Movies, music, social media, work, sports, none of it is as exciting as it should be or used to be. There is Arguably more entertainment than ever in our world in 2023, yet we are somehow less entertained, or I feel somehow less entertained. I feel like friends and family members and loved ones are telling me the same thing, that they just feel like the world is missing some juice, like the stylus isn't hitting the record. Like, no matter what they do, they wake up feeling dissatisfied. Now, ironically, this boredom might be the result of us not doing enough boring things. The boredom is because we're not doing enough boring things. Sounds counterintuitive. But look, for generations, New Zealanders spent large parts of their lives engaged in mundane activities, the 80s and 90s, were largely boring. We didn't have cell phones. There was not internet. There wasn't hot and cold running music. There wasn't adult material dribbling out of every eyeball. And as a result, people could enjoy anything that wasn't dull and mundane. Now, We have so many pleasurable things and so many opportunities for entertainment at our fingertips that we can't stand a second without stimulation. We are so terrified of being bored and so terrified of boredom that most of us won't visit the bathroom without a phone in our hands. I mean, that thought of it, just if you need to go and do an ablution, if you need to go and sit on the throne... The idea of not taking your phone is terrifying for us. We will search the house. We need to go. We've got the turtle's head, and we're running around the house making sure we've got our phone. If the phone's not charged, then we can't go. We can't go. We can't even handle that time of being in the bathroom without something to flick through and read. Now, uh, American psychiatrist and author of the book Dopamine Nation, Dr. Anna Lempk, 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 asks an interesting question. Why are the richest countries in the world the ones that have the most anxiety, depression, and physical pain? We've got lots of food, lots of fun, lots of medicines to protect us from illness and pain, 
but we've clearly reached some kind of tipping point where we're now essentially more miserable than ever. Now, she believes the co-location of our pleasure and pain processing centres plays a significant role in this modern dissatisfaction. There is a region of our brains called the ventral palladium that acts like a scale. I mean, it's not a scale, but it acts like a scale. This is an easy way to understand how it works. There's pleasure on one side and there's pain on the other. The human body tends towards homeostasis. It looks for balance. You see this across our entire physiology. When we become too hot, we sweat to cool down. When we become too cold, we shiver to warm up. And the same demand for balance is, according to the good doctor, true in our reward centers. When we experience pleasure, the brain generates pain hormones to maintain equilibrium. This creates problems for those of us living in super lucky nations like New Zealand. I know like people like to whinge about New Zealand. They like to say it's hard. They like to say they've got it worse than anyone ever. But we actually have we actually have it historically very, very good here. The amount of food we can get, the amount of entertainment, the warmth, the comfort, even our most disadvantaged people, generally speaking, have more food than they need. Now, our lives are so filled these days, especially the lucky amongst the lucky. I mean, you're lucky to live in New Zealand, but there's some of us that are even luckier than others. Our lives are so filled with pleasurable substances, experiences, and behaviors, our reward pathways in the brain have become overwhelmed. We need more and more pleasurable things just to feel normal. As Dr. Lemk, <laughs> whatever you pronounce that, Dr. Lemk, Lemk, L-E-M-B-K-E, Lemk. I've only read, I've read her books. When you read things, you don't, know how, you don't need to pronounce them. I've never heard her name said out loud. Dr. Lepks writes, There's a cost for every pleasure, and that cost is pain. If we continue to inundate our reward pathways with pleasurable substances and behaviours, we don't just end up at net zero, we end up with a balance tilted towards pain. So we end up with a base state of unease, dissatisfaction, and boredom. In the most comfortable time in human history, many of us feel constantly uncomfortable. Dr. Anna Libink <laughs> recommends a recalibration of our reward systems by doing difficult, uncomfortable, and painful things. If you ever listen to the Matt and Jerry show, we're always blasting on about the cold showers we have in the morning. But also hard physical work and exercise. These things make us feel good because the brain adjusts to the pleasure side to make up for the pain that we've experienced. And uh, if you listen to my Matt and, uh, the Matt and Jerry show, you will also know that I'm doing Yogi 23. So I'm uh, doing yoga every day this year. And I'm doing a minimum half hour every day. And it's changing my life. Yogi 23, hashtag Yogi 23. But if you try 15 minutes, if you try 50 minutes of, of intense yoga, finishing and then finishing in 10 minutes of resting pose known as Zavasana, then that's a demonstration of it because you feel amazing in that 10 minutes. After the 50 minutes of intense, quite a lot of pain and the stretches that you're doing and, and quite a lot of physical exertion, your core is getting absolutely punished, your arms are being stretched in all directions, your pelvis is being smashed into the floor, you're pounding your pelvic floor. You do that for 50 minutes and then you lie 
In Savasana, or corpse pose, which is on your back with your hands facing upwards, you feel amazing. You feel absolutely amazing. And that's a demonstration of how pain is rewarded with pleasure by the reward centers. Hold that thought. We'll be back in just a second with more from the Sunday Self Saucer. Now, Harvard Medical Psychiatrist Dr. Alok Kanyaja, Jesus Christ, Dr. Alok Kanyaja, apologies, let's just call him Dr. K. No, I won't. I'll call him Dr. Alok Kanyaja. Suggests cutting back on the stimulus in the first place. So one method is maybe adding pain into your life, but you could also cut back on stimulus in the first place. He believes you should build up a tolerance for boredom. You can start this process. You can start this process in like a very simple way by just not taking your phone to the bathroom with you. It sounds like a tiny thing to do, but just not taking your phone to the bathroom with you. Just go in there and get your business done. That the suggestion worries us is is really what I'm talking about here. We are so overstimulated. Now, the Irish comedian Dylan Moran, he came on the Matt and Jerry show and was quite weird, and then he went on the big show in the afternoon and was even more weird. <laughs> He's a strange guy, but he, despite not even wanting to do any interviews at all, he did interviews all day. He did Jono and Ben, he did Us, he did Coast, and then he ended up on TV on the project that night, and I, and I, I tuned in, and he said this, actually, which is a coincidence, because I've been thinking about this whole going to the bathroom thing. You go to the bathroom and you sit down and you're holding your phone. I remember that wasn't the case. He remembers when that wasn't the case. We were more comfortable in our universe then. That is gone. So what he's saying is we used to be comfortable enough in our universe and content enough that we could just go to the bathroom without having to be stimulated and entertained with a device on, on, in the bathroom. And so Dr. Alok Kanajia Jesus Christ, believes the small act of leaving your phone behind and sitting in peace can start to recalibrate you away from unhealthy desires. If you can create a foothold of under-stimulation in there, you may be inclined to risk boredom in other parts of your life, according to the good doctor. Maybe you could choose, you know, so you've made a foothold, so you've experienced, you've, you've, you've shown your reward centers that it doesn't need to be stimulated and it's just moved back a sniff, just a sniff. And maybe you could choose to do other things like that, like to not watch anything at dinner time. So you sit down to dinner and you don't fumble around for something to watch. You don't spend ages choosing the exact right YouTube clip or or putting Netflix on or, or just having Seven Sharp with the wounding Jeremy Wells punishing your face. You just sit with the people you love and your delicious meal, or if you're on your own, just your delicious meal. Surely a delicious meal is enough. It certainly was for hunter and gatherers. They were just stoked to sit in front of a tree and eat the wildebeest that they had captured. And as you progress through your journey towards a tolerance of boredom, you may find yourself going for a run without having to put headphones. I mean, we're terrified. If my headphones aren't charged, I can't go for the run. I'm, I'm blasting around, then I'm standing there in my running gear trying to find what to listen to. You might even find yourself 
fucking reading a book for more than 30 seconds without grabbing your goddamn phone, you muppet, no offence. Over time, as you do more and more boring stuff, the motivation to do hard, healthy and productive things return. The work you need to get done becomes stimulating enough that you'll actually do it because you're not hyper-stimulated. You can experience high levels of enjoyment from worthwhile things while walking around with a base level closer to contentment. Now, we have more opportunities in entertainment than ever before, as I was saying, and, and, and yet we feel bored and unmotivated day to day. Well, I do. Lots of my friends do. A lot of my family do. But you can start the fight back by just start. Just start the fight back by not taking your phone into the bathroom next time you're in there. And look, if you're um, already in there listening to this, because that's, that's a possibility, you might, <laughs> you might be sitting in the bathroom already being told you might be sitting in the bathroom with your phone already being told by me not to take it in there well if if you are just stop turn this off right now just stop just stop and put your phone on the floor this could be your first step towards a more productive entertained satisfying and balanced existence if you just finish what you got to do in the bathroom right now just sitting there lean back and relax actually lean forward it's better for the line of your colon if you lean forward a little bit and just sit there in your thoughts and just recalibrate a little bit so the next thing you do doesn't have to be the most exciting freaking thing that's ever happened for you to not be bored. You've just had a moment of peace in the toilet. You've achieved something. Once you've achieved that, stand up, clean yourself off and go on with your life. And then start to find more and more ways and get more and more confident around just allowing yourself to exist in stillness. Okay? Well, thanks for listening to The Sunday Self Source with me, Matt Heath. Make sure you set to download, like, subscribe, review, do all those things. And if you have anything to say about this podcast, why don't you slide into my DMs at MattHeathNZ on Insta. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this BS I've been blasting at you for the last 10 or so minutes. We've got two brand new Matt and Jerry podcasts out tomorrow on this very feed. So if you didn't like this one, you might like those ones. They're quite different. Until then, bless, bless, bless. You seem busy. You have been listening to the Sunday Self Saucer on the Matt and Jerry podcast feed.